sup sports fans and welcome back to low expectations the gruder golf podcast brought to you by the no laying up podcast network tonight you have kiki good evening and i think it was as good thank you thank you and Haley's also here hello Haley. hello and (laughs) our very esteemed guest that we have on tonight actually technically for the second time in the podcast but the first time that it's getting aired um we have the wonderful and hilarious maddie lutweiler uh, professional golfer and my newest friend so maddie welcome to the program thank you for having me i'm so pumped i'm even more pumped honestly um i think that you as i said last night when we tried to record and just (laughs) internets were going on um i think that you're a great great guest so i'm so excited that everyone's gonna get to hear all the many things that you have to say thank you so much i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll kick it off um, by, I guess, just uh, where are you calling in from? Let's start there. I am in Katy, Texas. If people don't know where Katy is, it's Houston. I'm at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. And so the off season has begun, correct? It has technically. So my main tour season is over, but I do have one more event in December, the Arizona Women's Open. Oh my God. When in December is that actually? December 16th through 18th. Nice time to be in Arizona. If yeah, anyone's going to be in the area, are fans allowed? <laughs> yes, of course. Always. Oh my God. Who knows? I think we might have a few Arizona listeners. So that yeah. That would be awesome. Look into my where sister is, is actually playing as well. So. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. How fun. fun. She's 18. It's her first year in college. Wow. <laughs> so is she playing as a pro or as an amateur? Is that a stupid question? Amateur. Okay. Yeah. So it's both. You're allowed to have both in this tournament since it's an open. I did learn that about things called open. Sorry, my yeah. pug is barking a lot. He's been <laughs> um, extremely needy today. Wait, that's the only tournament that the amateurs and pros can play together? If it's called an open. That's well, what open, open implies. I think. I'm assuming that that could be totally wrong, but every open I've played in has amateurs and pros, but like our pro events, amateurs can pay to play, but it's a lot more expensive and they can't win money. So it's just like, there's not really, not a lot of amateurs would like to do that. Cause I mean, it's like, we're already paying $600 as an entry fee and they're probably paying like 800. So hmm. just depends. Yeah. Well, that was the whole thing. Like, who was it? Was it like Ingrid Lindblad when she came in second and we were trying to figure out how her prize money get, got divvied up because like she's te- she was technically an amateur. What yeah, time was, only- was that? That was the U.S. Women's Open. Was that the. Wow. OK. So, yeah, exactly. So you were there on the ground. <laughs> I was there for that. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what happened with the earnings. I was going to say, so. what, did, what did they decide? <laughs> yeah. I, I think your amps are only allowed to like win $1,000 or something like that. Which sucks because that would have been a ton. I would have yeah. declared pro in that moment. You right. can't though. <laughs> Don't yeah, you do you the beginning? No, you have to do it before, I think. Before your first starts. before your first hit, you have yeah. to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did I did learn that. Wait, so when did you declare yourself pro, actually? I declared after so I did four and a half years at University of Texas, but I declared pro after I was done with my four years, so like June ish of twenty nineteen. Cool. So, and I had cool story backstory real quick. My first pro tournament ever was the Texas Women's Open, 
And my whole family decided it would be cool to get matching shirts. <laughs> so they got bright pink shirts and they all said Team Maddie Golf on them. And they were pretty cute. So I had like a, they called it my flamingo flock because I, <laughs> I'm called a flamingo because I always stand on one leg. So <laughs> it was kind of perfect. <laughs> oh my God. That's so that's cute. Yeah, I love that's that. That's awesome. Wait, and so what tour are you playing on now? So right now I'm playing on Women's All Pro Tour, and I have also status for Epson Tour, but pretty limited on that end. But so our tour has like 13 main season tournaments, and then they have a fall series as well. How does that work to to bounce in between the two tours? (laughs) I learned that the hard way. Uh, (laughs) I had a little more Epson status than I do right now last year. And I was like, that was like, you know, the, a bigger tier. So it goes, you know, women's all pro tour, Epson tour, LPGA. So I was like, Oh, I got to play in them. I have to play, you know, and I would, you don't always get in right away. So like you could be second alternate, but you have to decide if you want to play or not, because you get fined if you don't show up and you say you're going to play. Wow, what's the thing? Oh, yeah. It it increases every time. I think the first warning is like a hundred dollars, and then the second one it goes up even more. Third, I got I got disqualified for not knowing I was in a pro am at an Epson event because I got in so last minute that I went, got there a day before the pro am, and then I show up and they're like, dude, where are you? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, the girl that withdrew was in the pro-am so i automatically filled in her spot but they i was not informed like at all like not even like (laughs) an email or something no no text no email they just expected us to check the sheet once we enter the sheet like a physical sheet yeah extremely unfair fact sheet the fact sheet yeah that does not seem like the most efficient way to keep players informed of whether or not they're playing told me they got an earful from me i'm sure they do all the time yeah um also, this is a quick aside. I don't know if everyone else thinks this, but whenever I hear Epsom tour, I think of Epsom salts. Me too, yes. Haley. Everybody thinks that. That's kind of nice. <laughs> it makes me want to take a bath. Yeah, yes. same. Facts. Same. But I it's actually the printer it. company. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. I know that because actually I just ordered new ink for my office and um, I got accidentally like refurbished oh, no. ink. And when I put it in my <gasps> printer... Because it was the cheapest thing on Amazon. I was like, what oh, is this refurbishing? Yeah, what? I don't, honestly, How I'm, does not, that work? I'm still unclear. But the printer was like, hey, by the way, like your warranty is not valid if this ink breaks your printer. Like the printer said that to me. And I was like, mm, I'm going to use it anyway. <laughs> that sounds good. You know, oh, the goodness. printer was on sale anyway. So whatever. So shout out to Epson. Actually, why doesn't Epson? That's cool that they're a sponsor of women's golf. I never actually yeah. thought of that. So it I'm just very proud. changed this year. I'm so, very proud. Yeah. What was Symmetra again? We looked into that. It was like. I'm not even. I, I should know that answer, but mm-hmm. I don't. Honestly, though. But I like that... as soon as like we learn what it is, it's like it changes. So it's like yeah. we've stopped like looking into it. Wasn't it like insurance or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think she's right, actually. I feel like everything's insurance. Everything is insurance. One way or another. Oh, goodness gracious. So tell us a little bit about how the season went and like, where'd you go? What was your favorite, favorite places to go? Maybe least favorite places to go. Sometimes <laughs> that's a little easier. So our tour, the mini tour, women's all pro tour is like more central Southern. So we go from, we went, our new places that we went this year were Oklahoma and Kansas. 
Um, we did Louisiana, Arkansas, Texas. I think that's it. And um, but we always start the season usually in Louisiana. And, you know, it's hard to pick a favorite because I always stay in host housing and like some people don't like host housing, but I love people. And I think that's what just <laughs> makes the week. Like I have this like old woman that I go to in Louisiana and she like bakes me spaghetti, cinnamon rolls, <laughs> cookies. I'm like, oh my God. I'm going to gain 15 pounds here, but I love you. <laughs> you know, like, and she's like, I better be in your wedding. You know, she's just like adorable. Like these people I, are amazing. I want to know like in your wedding as a bridesmaid. Or like, <laughs> I don't know, but she's like very adamant about it. Okay. <laughs> I want her in your wedding. I want her I standing know. up there beside you. I would maybe, love that. Maybe officiating. So yeah. walk you down oh, the aisle with your dad <laughs> <That's> <laughs> on right. the other side. But I think with that makes roll, a lot man. of it. I mean, all our golf courses, they're very different. Um, the one that the new Kansas tournament was actually really nice golf course. And I really enjoyed, you know, bent grass greens out there. It was beautiful and very undulated, hilly. And I'm just lucky that we have a good group of girls on this tour. Like, I don't think it would be the same if we like we travel I have, I think I have a group message of 15 girls and we do so Airbnbs. Like we have this one cabin in Texarkana that we call the Texan Texarkana party house, just cause we have 10 girls. Like oh. it's a sorority. Like we that have family. Really fun. That yeah. We really have family fun. dinners. We all pitch in, we do workouts together, yoga. We go do practice rounds together. So like, I think that really is what makes, you know, the road have like a second family and just like easy to go to, you know, it's really well, awesome. You said this in our, our dry run yesterday, but you've been on the road for many, many months. Isn't that right? Yeah. March is when it starts. Usually next year we'll start in April, but we just ended in like end of October. So, wow. and as, as I said yesterday, it was like, basically like we're on the road for like three weeks so like the first year women's all pro tour started, they're like, what do you think is your max out on like how many weeks we should be on a road on the road? And we're like, dude, three weeks, that's it. Like three weeks, we come home for like four days and then we're off again for three weeks, four days. So it's, it's pretty crazy, but it's, it's awesome with the people we have on tour. So. And what is, uh, what does the off season look like for you? Um, the off season, I got some new clubs, Ooh. got some Mizunos, shout out to Mizuno Ooh, for hooking fancy. me up. So wow. I, we That's just fun. got, I just got a partnership with them. So I'm really oh excited. God, really? Yeah. Oh so they gave me, Wait, so how does that bag. like happen? How do you get a partnership with Mizuno? You, do you have an agent? I don't have an agent. Oh. My mom likes to think she's my agent. Momager. Um, <laughs> Momager. Yes. Um, but I actually just reached out through a friend who is already sponsored to Mizuno. I was, I've messaged them cause I got fit for these clubs and they were, I was like wondering if they would maybe give me a deal or see, just, it doesn't hurt to reach out. If it's a no, it would have already been a no if I didn't ask, you know? Great so, attitude. Great yeah, attitude. So I emailed them. I was like, Hey, like, is there anything we can do? And they're like, we would love to partner with you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay i wasn't expecting that but okay so <laughs> they like sent me a bag that's super sick new new irons travel bag beanies towels like a whole wow. shebang so that's it's pretty sick. cool oh my yeah. god because when we were in ireland you're like oh i gotta pay for a fitting i was like what are you doing paying for a fitting like you're a pro yeah. and you're like cool and fun like yeah. you should be getting everything for free <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing like that's what people don't realize like yeah we're all pro 
like but that doesn't mean like it's easy like finding money finding sponsors finding you know free clubs even balls these days is ridiculous like Titleist is getting a little bit more strict on who they're even giving balls out to really so it's crazy like they're cutting people off left and right but they're still I mean in this economy for now yeah it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. and it's just like taking so long (laughs) it's taking so long to get stuff too but Mizuno was great they got it to me in like two weeks so wow I have I have sort of a random question on the heels of Kirsten's question um and kind of thinking about how I don't know I feel like I've gotten exposure to this through like various tv shows that I've watched but thinking about how your Instagram presence or like social media presence, like feeds into your, you know, personality or like your persona as a Mm -hmm. professional player. Do you see that impacting sort of like the deals that ultimately start coming through? For sure. I think, I mean, it's all about connections in our world. I mean, as Jen said, like even just going on that Ireland trip, like I made a lot of great connections, like with people I would have never met if I didn't say yes to this crazy opportunity, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I had two weeks notice. I'm like, okay, I'll go to Ireland with 30 random people. Okay, great. <laughs> that was, that's, that's what Jen did too. That was exactly yeah. Jen's thought process. Yeah. Well, I knew one person. Yeah. So but then I, I mean, knew two people, but I didn't even know the second person was going. Yeah, that's true. You did. Michael, right? Yeah. When Shout I met Mike, Mike, I was like, you're here. <laughs> He was like, oh, no one told you. She was so excited. I was really pumped. But yeah, I think it's all about making those connections. And like, that's why I also do backswing in the off season, because it's like I meet all these people like raising money for charities. And it's just good to get your name out there. But I also me and my mom actually talked about this for this off season to do um, a social media class, like just to like figure out the ins and outs of like how to better brand yourself and like work Instagram in ways that I might not know right now or Facebook or Twitter. Like I'm really bad at Twitter. I, I don't know what to Maddie, do on there. <laughs> maybe you could be an intern for us after this training. I would love that. You should honestly. And connections. Also you, exactly. I think are almost tailor made for Twitter with the things you say, just write those down. And those <laughs> That's are tweets. A lie. The things that, that would you say be you, Jen. That's you, I Jen. mean, I do, but it's not, I try to <laughs> limit myself honestly on Twitter because it's, yeah. I don't know. You can get people circle the wagons pretty quickly out there. Oh, Wait. Yeah. So Maddie, who are your other sponsors besides newly Mizuno? So Mizuno and then I have my clothing sponsor is Taylor Jordan. They're they're um, located in Arizona, like North Scottsdale area. And that's actually where I was born. So it was kind of cool. Um, and my roommate from college is also sponsored by them. So we think that's pretty cool. Twins. And then um, my main sponsor is called Carrie Golf. So it's kind of a crazy story. I played, you know, I went pro in 2019 and then 2020 really sucked for us. I mean, we could make money, but your ranking couldn't go up or down. And I won a tournament that year. And it's like, gosh, dang it, Maddie, you had to win in the year that you can't move. (laughs) And so why, why, why couldn't you, was that for everyone? Because some people were stuck in like China, you know, they were stuck in like Mm. different areas of the world and couldn't come over to play. So they would just lose their ranking. So they had to make it a fair play uh, for everyone. So, yeah, but at least they allowed us to win money. But um, so basically after, you know, those two years and I, I didn't play very well. I mean, the first year I played well, but then I just didn't have a great next season. And I was like really kind of down in the dumps. I missed a lot of cuts and Epson tour and 
I was like, you know, my parents are super supportive, but I don't know if I can keep doing this to them and to myself, like mentally. And um, then I went to a tournament at PXG match play. And this is all about connections again. Like I drove up there and this guy came up and was like, Hey, would you want to stay an extra day and play 18 holes with me? And he told me he was starting this company, you know, to invest in players and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? It's worth a shot. And so I stayed an extra day and I played 18 holes with this guy in the pouring rain. <laughs> we won nine up against the people we were playing against. And we were like, okay, after 12 holes, we were done because it was like pouring. Closed about quickly. So, his name is Donnie Dotson. He's the CEO of the company. And that's who sponsored me. I had to go through like a whole interview process. But like this thing wasn't even a company when I met him. And I was shocked that it turned into that. And it was like so crazy and just a huge blessing. And then I got to play another year and and next year too, because I didn't use, they, they gave me 50 grand. So it was pretty wow. cool. Yeah. That's is bad, great. Though. And we get to go on investor trips. Like we went to Pinehurst, we went to Wisconsin. It's been an amazing experience. So I'm wow. very lucky for them. You deserve it. Thank you, you really do. Thank you really you. do. Also, Donnie is a cool name. Donnie Dotson, I know. did you say? Donnie <laughs> Dotson. What <laughs> a fabulous <laughs> name. I know. The company's He's a that. Like, Donnie <laughs> Dotson's dainty stars. Investments. <laughs> dainty stars. <laughs> There's nothing with a D word. But I love I that. Think of... But yeah, he sponsors seven men and three women. So cool. cool. Pretty love cool. Love that. Wow. Yeah. And they're all on Women's All Pro Tour. Wow. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I kind of have a dream, like going back to your your 10 person house, like I kind of have a dream of like us going with you guys to a tour (laughs) and like staying in a big house together and like caddy caddy. I will. I told you, I really want a caddy for you. That would be dying to caddy. We would love that. You could do see the ins and outs of pro life. It's not as, as luxurious as people think it it's is. It's good for Jen because you can't like really use the rangefinder anyway, so you can't <laughs> use one as a caddy. However, I don't want to. I don't want to dash your dreams, Jen. But she also can't keep quiet. Hey, <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. I yeah, love loudness. I think I, I think it'll crazy. work out. I think we'll be fine in the tournament. You have to be a little bit more buttoned up. I think I would. I think I'd be kind of nervous, honestly, because I wouldn't want to get probably out. number mute. number She'll one feedback mute. from any of the tournaments we've ever been to is like so many people shushing us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just Jen. We're all and like mean stares. All loud. No, it's mostly the volunteers though. Mostly the volunteers are like taking up like a high horse mentality, and like yeah. there. I feel like some vol- not all. Obviously, some volunteers are wonderful people that like love golf and you know, just want to volunteer. But I think some people kind of have like a little bit of like school librarian in them yes. where they're dying to like have a job where you're just like, cut it out. Cut and, it. Yeah. and we're the perfect victims of that. Yeah. And you're always louder when you're with your friends. Yeah, true. And you're excited, you know? So when you're <laughs> playing, do you care? I mean, like what range of noise can you like reasonably tolerate slash enjoy without before it gets to a point of like you know oh I'm distracted and I'm annoyed see I love I mean that's kind of like if anybody were to watch me they'd be like dude this girl talks a lot and (laughs) I'll be walking down the fairway and there's like random people I'm like hey how are you today what's your name what's your favorite color and it's like Maddie shut up sometimes (laughs) but I also am very sensitive to like noise while I'm hitting so it's like, I think there's an even balance. Like I love when I hit a good shot and people clap, like 
I want to hear that. Like, then I know it's actually good. I would always <laughs> tell that to my mom, like, why didn't you clap? It's five feet. She goes, I didn't know if you wanted me to. I got nervous. I'm like, <laughs> how am I supposed to know? So I like, I like the cheering. I just think during, you know, our shots to, you know, be respectful and just be a little quiet during then. But other than that, I'd rather talk, not golf between each shot. Love that. I feel like- I feel like that's our takeaway though. When we've gone to tournaments, obviously we're quiet while people are hitting, but it's more like after the tee shots and it's still like pins and needles. Yeah. It's like really creepy how it's awkward. Yeah. yeah. It's awkward. It's that's awkward. That's weird. Especially Not in like kind of a smaller gallery too. Like if you're following like a player like towards the beginning of the tournament or something and like mm-hmm. there's not that many people around, like people just watch it as if they're like in a museum or something. Right. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and we've gone to majors and it's like, this is supposed to be fun. Like this is supposed to be like the most energy that there is, you know? Yeah, I agree. So it's just like, I don't know, maybe coming at it from like a non-golf perspective. You're just like, can you imagine everyone being this quiet at like, like the NBA finals, you know, like, Oh heck no. I yeah. mean, I guess that's like an extreme example, but yeah, <laughs> no. Wait. So Maddie, can you tell us about like, what, does the road to the LPGA look like? Like, what do you have? Like, what do you have to do to get along get the, there? Along the path, yeah. Well, from women's all pro tour, um, the best way to do it is so if you place first or second in an event at women's all pro tour, you get an exemption into an Epson event. So you're allowed to play in that next Epson event that's coming up, and if you play well at one event. You are literally like they have a reshuffle like as after the first few tournaments and you could reshuffle into having really good status. So like that's a really good way to do it. And then placing if you place top 10 on Epson tour, you have LPGA card. I mean, I mean, that's fast route, but also WAPT has top five. Um, if you make top five, you get straight into stage two of qualifying school. Um, and you also get it paid for by PXG. So they made wow. a par- partnership with them. So it was a pretty big deal. Um, so, but there are three stages of qualifying school. First stage is in California. Second stage is Florida and third stage changes this past year. Wow. I think it was Alabama. So, um, it's just, you know, you have to make those cuts and we're playing multiple golf courses at each stage. So it's really, it's, I mean, it's cutthroat, but. You just have to be on your game for that week and hopefully it gets you where you need to be. Yeah. How do you like get ready for all that stuff? Like, what do you do to prepare? What's your mental state like? (laughs) I'm, I mean, I don't get mad very easily. If I'm pissed, there's a big issue most of the time. Um, (laughs) But I mean, we all get frustrated. It's golf. I mean, but once you have one good shot, it brings you back in. Um, I think my biggest way, my first year, I was super nervous for qualifying school. I was like, I'm not good. Everybody else is better than me, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just all the negative thoughts go through your head. And my mom was like, you know what makes you feel comfortable is having time. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, why don't we get an Airbnb? So I got an Airbnb in California for a month. Whoa. Nice. Wow. And I practiced every day, got used to the golf courses. I had a great regimen. I would wake up at like, get there at like 7 a.m., practice for four hours, play maybe nine holes, go take a nap, and then go to dinner. Because like it was that 120 so degrees fun. there. Oh my God. It was like you couldn't be there at one o'clock in the afternoon. Sure, so, yeah. And I did that all by myself. <laughs> my wow. air- I, I learned that my Airbnb did not have a stove or a grill. So that will be next time. 
A lot of microwavable stuff. I was just going to say, what did you eat for a month? Yeah, you don't want to know. It was not <laughs> okay, pretty. Okay, now I kind of do want to know. <laughs> yeah. Lots of microwavable rice. Uh, what are those, Hot Pockets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love those things. Um, but yeah, it was pretty awesome. And so that just really made me feel comfortable. I was like, I've been playing this golf course, these golf courses for a month. Like, I know you know, the speed of the green, I know the ins and outs of it. And this is the course that we're going to be playing, you know, I mean, stage one on for like years to come. So yeah, I thought it was a great way to get me comfortable. And then you don't feel rushed coming in. Yeah. So I think that really helped me and put me in a good calming state because I felt like I felt confident. <laughs> okay, so that. to transition a little bit here, how did you approach the courses in Ireland, which is where we met? <laughs> Oh, goodness. You didn't have time to settle in. You were the opposite of settled in. Opposite. Um, <laughs> I kind of went in with low expectations. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> shout out. Shout um, out. Shout out on the podcast. Shout on out. the podcast. Uh, but I knew it was going to be a totally different game. I mean, one day we were there, it was 50 miles an hour wind. Like, that's ridiculous. I was at Bally like, Bunyan that day. And it like, didn't even feel like playing golf. It felt You're like right it was me. like. How oh, do you yeah. even play golf? We didn't see you. Um, barely. You yeah. <laughs> At one point, like when we came up to like the fifth hole. So luckily there's like a turn shack right like after the fifth hole, like right on the sixth green, six tee. And yeah. we, we teed off on six and like the wind, you could see also it was on the water. You could see the storm rolling in. So like the winds were picking up, the clouds were getting darker. It was like James and the giant peach status. So yeah. it was like coming and then all of a sudden started, we both teed off, um, I was playing with who was the really nice lady. Um, oh, I know her name. Blonde. She always nice. wore red. Like oh. so cute. Oh, the candy bar name. lady. No, no not that's not Catherine. candy bar. Well, oh, not her. Catherine. Um, Catherine. Her. <laughs> Let's both, talk about Catherine. We both teed off. I can't remember her name. It started hailing. It started hailing. Oh, I like. I know it somewhere in my mind, but I don't. I know. know I can't think. Um, I was, but you got lucky because you had the shack. I was at the green. You guys kept going, right? Did you hide yeah, behind your well, bag or something? It was hailing I, out, raining, torrential downpours. It. Yeah, I was going into it. And it's like bullets on your face. It really hurt. It really yeah. hurt. But I was thinking the whole time, I was like, maybe this is good for my face. Actually, it's like <laughs> like a hydroglow facial. That's what it is. I love it's that. Like, the cold water coming on your face. I'm not yeah, sure but though. My guy in my group, his bag fell off his little pull cart five times going up that hole. Oh. And we then <laughs> we then took cover at behind a trash can. <laughs> and then Mike Michael was like, No, we're playing. And I was oh yeah, like, you're with Mike okay. Doyle that day. Yeah, I was with Mike Doyle that day. And we <laughs> took a video of us teeing off on that hole and we were like, This is ridiculous. But it, it was, was awesome. insane. That like yeah. felt more like skiing than it did feel like playing golf because it was like you're against the snowing. elements. Yeah, like, I was not focusing on actually like, and it was weird because like I weirdly so I was playing with rental clubs that day too um, because that was <laughs> another day that I had overslept a little bit, um, and my clubs were on the wrong bus still. Um, so I was playing with these pings, and honestly, I weirdly felt like I was hitting them great, but there was no way of knowing if that was true because you couldn't like the ball went a nowhere or b it just like disappeared because it blew literally away it was cold too it was cold um some woman gave me her jacket as well because i actually did not have rain gear on me that day um, i remember that that's when i realized that like you need rain gear every time you go out no matter what <laughs> i didn't know well, that's that. what you said you needed like every layer you need to prepare for every said. like yeah. temperature and every climate because like, you it should changes. see my car it's ridiculous <laughs> 
<laughs> I have Your hand car? warmers to like four million sunscreen bottles. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Prepared for anything. Yeah. My mom taught yellows. me that very early. That's yeah. genius, honestly. I always buy the things and then I just forget to have them with me. So like I actually did have rain pants. I remember um, you bought them for the trip. I left them on the bus that day. Because it, like it wasn't raining. It wasn't even wasn't <laughs> even the forecast. Like I looked at my like weather bug app, which is a little bit more accurate than yeah, the weather app. And it didn't say any rain. It's a like 30% chance. And I was like, mm, I'll take my chances. Well, it didn't pan out well for me. But it was gorgeous <laughs> though. It was still very beautiful. You know, it was very like, I think the drama and like that's like a big golf course. Like everything felt big to be there. Like gigantic hills. You were like hiking all around. Like it was, it was crazy. The lighting was great. It was really cool. So what was that your favorite? Would you say, or what was your favorite? I said, I, I would, I played the best on that one. I shot three under. That day? Yeah. No, the day before. Oh, I, was I played like, it twice. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely I was about not. To freak out. I was like, that's psychotic. That's weird. Yeah. I played it the day before and I shot three under. And then I also liked Trolley a lot. It was just gorgeous. It was kind of different than all of them, I thought. I don't know yeah. why, but. I felt like Tralee also like had for me like a Goldilocks element of like, yeah, it wasn't too much of anything. Like it was a little bit of everything. And I also just I was obsessed with the caddies and the whole time, Maddie, this is how bad I am at golf because we never got to play together. I was like getting just like single bogeys that were like really close for like so long. And we were like, okay, we got to hunt for a par here. And on the last (laughs) hole, I finally got a par. And it was like a teamwork with my caddy who was like the nicest guy because the caddies were all members. Yeah. So like I thought that was really cool, too, because they were just like obsessed with the course and like you'd be like. They'd be like, oh, wait till you see up here. Like, this is my favorite they hole. They knew everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was so, it was just like really homey kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. My, my caddy was the, the greens guy. Oh, really? For the course. And he retired. Wow. Yeah. That's it was a good, cool. it's a good caddy to have. I don't know. Yeah. He was awesome. Wow. That's pretty good stuff. So yeah. when we do a trip out there, I think in the next couple of years, Gruder Golf needs to do a trip to Ireland. That would be awesome. Right? I'd love to do that. That would be really, really fun. Like, it was just, like, it's a really fun country, obviously. So, I've never golfed in Ireland, but I just feel like it's the best type of golf for any skill level and certainly, like, any sort of, like, creed in terms of, like, your approach to golf. (laughs) I just feel like Ireland golf is, like, I don't know, kind of what golf is supposed to be. It's, like, I don't I know. Think you're it, so distracted as... by everything yeah. that it's like I don't even care how I'm playing. It's beautiful, you know. But is it more like... laid back there? Or no, is like I have a, a perception of it just like being a, a little bit more chill and just like more approachable in terms of getting it's to like, the golf course. I'd say. Well, it's, the the weird thing about it is like we didn't have like a set tee times, right? So like we that is that was one aspect of it that was actually kind of confusing That's at weird. times because yeah. it would just be like. They would call, like, they knew we were coming, right? And they'd be like, okay, we're going to send you off around noon. But then it would be, like, you didn't exactly know when that would be, right? So it wasn't, like, that is a laid-back approach, kind of. And, like, JQ in (laughs) advance was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, there's going to be a time when, you know, the caddies don't show up. So, like, at Bally Bunyan that day, all the caddies knew that the weather was coming. So they were like, we're leaving. We're going home. You know? So, like, you weren't, like, nothing's guaranteed almost. I think that's how I would sum up, like, golf in Ireland is, like, Nothing is guaranteed. I agree with be that. ready for anything, you know. But it's also like very different itself. style. Yeah, it's a yeah. different style of golf. Like I was talking with my caddy, he goes, 
do you know how to hit the Irish shot? And I'm like, what the heck? No, what is that? Your Irish accent. I don't, that good. wasn't even Irish. It's probably like Russian. I don't know. But I, he was like, take a seven iron and bump it up there. And I'm like, I've never done that from 50 yards in my life. Like, that's weird. And I was like, right in the middle of the fairway. And he's like, you won't be able to land a wedge there. And I'm like, how? Like, I have spin. He goes, nope, trust me. And I hit both. And he was right. <laughs> so I was like, ah, gosh, dang it. Well, because especially but. with the wind and everything, like sometimes like putting it in the air was a bad move. Like, yeah, you just, it was because you didn't know where it was going to go. And it would balloon like, yeah, 50 yards back. I hit the graveyard at the first hole at Valley Bunyan. So <laughs> that's that how my day funny. started. And that's, I love that. I think by the end, too, I ran out of balls. I was like, I can't oh play goodness. anymore. I don't have any balls left. That's sad. Six. Ran out, ran out, ran through them by like the 17th hole. You only had six balls in your bag? Because Maddie, that was the day that I forgot my bag again. So I didn't have my normal bag that has 45 balls in it (laughs) of all different types. Got you. Okay. So it was a a pass then. Yeah. I mean, I usually have many, many, many balls. And I also usually find a lot of balls out there because that's our favorite way to get balls. (laughs) You You cannot find balls out there by yourself. No, no, because they also... I feel like when they get lost, they're like sucked into the ground by like leprechauns. <laughs> I love or, that. Or picked up by birds. Oh my um, gosh. Where was that? It was that a that was bag? at Dune no, bag, I think, Waterville. Waterville. I think it happens like a few places, but that like girl yeah. that we can't remember her name right now. Last hole. <laughs> she was really nice. Like Donna. Cindy? Donna. 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 <laughs> Donna. <laughs> she was so nice she hit a bomb drive on the last hole beautiful and she wasn't she was like kind of upset with how she was playing and she hits this bomb drive and we're walking up to her ball she's like it's gonna be a good hole and we're walking up a freaking pelican like comes down snatches it it's a bright orange ball and we're like oh no and it's like flying away and she's like i hate my life that's insane (laughs) and he dropped it in the ocean yeah it was hilarious Oh my god. It was That's really funny. Wild. But not funny. But then she chipped in. So it was okay. She was happy. Yeah, because then you kind of get to drop it wherever a little bit, right? Yeah. Or like in the general vicinity. Yeah. No penalty when vicinity. a bird steals your ball. <laughs> An important note to have. Facts. Especially uh, in Ireland. Um I know. Haley, do you have any any further questions about about the experience? I mean, it's a little weird just because we've talked about it last night. Um, I know. Maybe Maddie, my fa- my my question for you is who was voted um coolest person on the trip and was it Jen? <laughs> it no. was not Jen. It was Catherine. Oh, cheers Shout to, Catherine. to Catherine. I've I learned a lot about Catherine, Catherine in the last 24 hours. <laughs> I've learned that she likes to carry full-sized Irish candy bars with her Bags. at every turn, and she likes to offer them up to people if they are looking a little squeamish or faint or, you know. Just happy, anything. Snack. I learned that she carried around with her a very old-school one-hitter, the kind that looks like a cigarette, which is very cool. I was so impressed. I was like, you're a real one. You've had this yeah. a while. <laughs> so I'm happy that she was voted the coolest person. We were making, like, I wish Kirsten was here because we were making a joke of Jen not telling us that there was even a vote for coolest person. On it the wasn't trip, a vote. It was, which she tells was me that she's a little buttered about not being appointed. Okay. It was appointed by JQ and I was skating on thin ice. Shout out JQ. And I'm still sorry <laughs> about oversleeping those two days, but he was not happy with me. He was not very impressed with me. That's so, true. I mean, it was highs and, and lows. And you got it you know? the second day. You got it the second day. You know what I think it was, though? I think that like when i did the irish step okay at that point big john said to me he said you could take a shit on the bus tomorrow and you'd be fine in my book like so 
I think that that nugget like wormed its way into my brain and I was like let's fucking go you know yeah, and so then I was like too excited I was like I am gonna be on one on this one and I, <laughs> and I was because that we night were we went, that night that we, night we, we went, went crazy ham. you know like what was our what's our room 604 165 or something we had a suite with like us jq and hugh our our friend shout out to hugh from budweiser um (laughs) potential podcast sponsor perhaps hugh oh send this to you send this to you and get the mcultra sponsor maddie you'd be a great mcultra girl i would love that that'd be dope i think you should like that you should have a mcultra bag and everything that'd be sweet i just got a white and blue bag it could have it on the side. A little patch. A yeah, little patch. it's ready. Maybe we could buy a patch and then we could iron it on and like just like fake it till you make it. You know? Yeah, I love Manifest. that. Manifest. Agreed. You know, and start tagging them and like the social media manager will be like, "Are we paying this girl?" And they'll be like, "No, but we love it." <laughs> we That's a great idea, actually. This I might what, do that. This is the type of Grudorf shit that you'll get when you're our intern. <laughs> All and I would, I would like to show you, but I can't. On the back of my computer is a Grudorf sticker. Just Hell saying. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. She put it on That's right at the airport. Sweet. I did. Wow. Yeah, she saw it. I have a video, I think, of you putting it on, actually. Yeah. Good Very times. Oh, memories, memories. Wow. I'm just so glad that we met. <laughs> yes, me too. That was I was happy there was a person, another girl on the trip. Yeah, I know. Cause you're used to having, you know, fellow girls, but you're you're often putting groups on like like proams and stuff, right? Yeah. So are those generally what's like actually the what's the split of like who usually plays in the proams? Like do you see other women playing in proams? Not like often. every picture I see is not is all like it's usually golf all dudes. men or it's like one group of all ladies. No, oh, that's cool. Like the we don't really get many. I did have one awesome group that it was at stage two. I played the pro am and they called themselves Team Tito's. That's and fun. they all wore pink and it was awesome. They were a blast. So I mean I love I would love to play with more ladies, but we just need to get more out there. So I know. And in the C suite, you know, because that's how you get to the pro am. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason I started playing golf, basically. I was like, oh, I can skip work. This is sweet. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Like, I'll it's do awesome. This. It's always on like a Monday. I know. Yeah. Cause it's a thing that like usually like a company sponsors, right? That's yeah. how people enter. How do people get into the pro Is that kind of usually the... it's company or like they're already sponsoring the tournament or like for us, like that's how like our purse, you know, that's how we get our purses, like some from the, you know, people that want to play with us and meet us and, just have a good time. Like, that's why we're there. And like, we're trying to, you know, make those connections. Like one, one year I was in, um, Texarkana again, <laughs> and I met, met this guy and, you know, we just had such a great day and he was like, Hey, I would love to pay for every other entry fee for you. Wow. And I was like, are you sure? And I was like, like, is I didn't know what to say. And he goes, if you would like, you could wear like my company's logo on your shirt. So I literally got three shirts logo that week and he paid for every other entry fee for the rest of that year wow it was cool that's awesome yeah so it's just about i mean that's why i love pro-ams too like you get to meet you get to hear other people's stories and you get you know they're excited to meet you and the trash talk you know we're just like (laughs) it's awesome and we're always having the only thing i don't like is when we get groups that are like come on you can't make a birdie i'm like mm. dude are you making birdies like don't fight me right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> fighting, like fighting your team <laughs> yeah i'm like what the heck that's why i'm here bro i'm trying 
So you like proems? Like, are, is there anybody that like doesn't? Because here's oh, the thing. A lot. That, yeah, here's the thing that like kind of always seems like I don't know. Like, it seems like a lot to ask of the players. Like at, at every level, like the LPGA players have to do it too, right? They like a lot of them have to do the proems, like a certain number of them or something, and like when you've got like a big tournament coming up and like you might rather be doing something else or like not playing with like someone that you also have to entertain. Mm-hmm. Like, is that something that people, that's just what I've always thought. I'm like, why it's a little like singing for your supper sort of, which like yeah. is fine sometimes, but like at what point, like do like, a spe- like do men have to do that too? Is that yeah. everywhere? Yeah, they do. I think it's, I think I'm kind of a rare person for this yeah. just because like, <laughs> I love it. I love talk. I don't see it as like a, like something I have to do. Like, yeah. Oh my God, I have to talk to this person today. You know, like yeah. it's not, it's, it's not a job for me. And like, I think that's how I gain energy is from other mm-hmm. people. And no, so like, you don't say. <laughs> and so like I, what I do for tournaments is I know the, the pro is always like Monday. So I make sure I have at least one pr- practice around where I can totally focus on what I need to do write down my notes, have my business day. And then I go out and just have fun with them and have a good time. Just like with like buddies at home, you know, I think, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Like, I, I don't think it's like a lot of girls go into it thinking it's going to be a practice round. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like you're here to entertain them and thank them for supporting us, you know? Yeah. And I, I really do. I mean, I mean, we're lucky to meet a lot of these people and that's, it, that's how we get sponsors. So yeah. It's just something I think is necessary. Well, it sounds it's like, like a networking event. Working it. it. Feels, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. hugely important. It is. <laughs> for sure. Oh, uh, wow. Well, there's really, seems like you'd be the best person to be matched up with in a pro-am. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're going to have to come back in the podcast regularly and check in, honestly. Yeah, I would love um, to. Just because you're just very fun to talk to obviously i mean probably <laughs> helped that we got to spend seven whole days together <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit every but, waking moment um i'm trying to think of any closing like a closer for you you know like a fun a fun closer but i'm coming up blank what you did you think of the ask- food in ireland <laughs> okay i thought it was actually the dairy was unreal I know that's really weird, but it that's was awesome. so good. Like what? Like what kind butter, of dairy? Just like the milk? The, oh, the, the butter, butter okay. the milk, the cheese. Oh my god, the cheese was so good. <laughs> but also that beef stew we had that one night. It looked so disturbing, but I yeah. loved it. It was unreal. Beef you just gotta be able to try new things there. Like they look weird. They might sound weird, but they're pretty good. Yeah, you yeah. should beat them. You know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and was- the mini guineas. What were the mini Guinness? Oh, the mini what? Guinness. I was drinking full size Guinness, Maddie. No, but it was like a shot. It wasn't actually Guinness. They just oh, looked like little Guinness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's in that? It's like a Bailey's. It was thing like Bailey's. It was like Irish yeah, like something. cream or something like that. I don't remember, something. but it was really good. Mini Guinea. Mini Guinea. Oh, goodness. What was the last question that you were going to suggest, actually? Because now I want to know. Well, you never asked me how I started golf. Oh, and that my gosh. Was like kind of a big one that we we emphasized yesterday but true i actually wonder if i have some of that but you know give us give us the rundown give us the rundown because that will close it out we kind of went backwards in the interview we like started from the present (laughs) it's okay (laughs) um so i started playing soccer first my dad was a big soccer guy and i started when i was like five and then one off season my mom was like 
dude, you're sitting on the couch too much. We got to do something. And she was like, you need to go to golf camp. And I'm like, what? Like, that's so <laughs> random. But we lived like five minutes down the street from this par three course. And she sent me to this camp. I was 11 years old. It snowed. And we got to sled down the hills in Oklahoma. Wait, what state were you in at this point? Oh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. It was like <laughs> ice storm, not really snow, but that's okay. But we like went down the hills. I was like, golf is awesome. Not and playing golf. Wasn't golf is golf awesome. At all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I was like, mom, I want to play golf. And so I literally got into it. I started playing tournaments, but I wasn't practicing and I was getting pissed that I wasn't winning. And she's like, well, you don't practice. I was like, well, that's dumb. I don't have to do that. And she was like, no, that's how you get better. So I was, it was just a lot with golf and soccer. I would get done with school at like two 30 practice till I had to go to soccer practice, which was like eight. And then I had to do my homework. So I was like, it was too much. You're I got busy. my first B and my mom was like, ah, and I was like, ah. yes, yeah. it was crazy. Delinquent. Yeah. <laughs> bad child. Um, <laughs> so then I quit golf in or quit, quit golf. I quit soccer in eighth grade <laughs> for golf. And then that never stopped from then. No, the rest Pretty is history. Crazy. That's right. Now here you are. Look at me now. I think oh, it's wild that you were, you know, objectively good enough at golf without practicing that you got to a point where you could decide between golf and soccer without really practicing. A ton yeah, of golf. it was. And I honestly thought I was better than I was in Oklahoma, but then I moved to Texas and all the girls were so good. I was like, dude, <laughs> I suck. Like, and this was after I already quit soccer. I was like, well, I can't go back now. <laughs> yeah. You got to dig your heels in. Yeah, And so I was like practicing so much. And then my junior year of high school, like I got offered a full ride to the university of Texas and I was just bawling. I was in shock. <laughs> so it was pretty awesome. Yeah. That's sweet. crazy. Was that so something never you were too working late. on? Like, did you it's know you were going to play in college? Like when you were ninth grade or like, when did you kind of like start thinking of that seriously? Um, I, I think my mom, when I was 14 in eighth grade, she was like, okay, you have to make a decision. Which do you think you would be better at getting a scholarship for? Cause like my grades weren't, they were A's, but I wasn't taking like pre-AP <laughs> classes. all A's in yeah, middle school. It, it didn't matter. But like, she was like, you got to decide, like, this is your first big girl decision. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Like they're very different, like team sport, individual sport, like I was mostly hanging on to soccer just because of all the people, you know? Yeah. I didn't was like, I don't know if I can handle it all on me, you know, and not have that support. But I decided that I was, I had a better chance at getting a, a full scholarship going with golf. There's a lot of unused scholarships in golf. And I mean, obviously a smaller team as well. So they give about six women's scholarships per team. So. Wow. Yeah for golf so i decided that and just stuck with it and worked out that's pretty legit i that's didn't know there's so many unused scholarships that's a yeah, there's news it, to me. it's crazy i mean if you think about it i mean that's why you guys i mean you're getting women into golf like that's there's not enough i had maybe two girls in oklahoma that played golf with me oh it's ridiculous God. and then i moved to texas and everyone played golf here but like more women need to, I just, I think need to get out there because that's what I tell everyone that I meet. I go get your daughter into golf. It's a big deal. Like they can get a full ride scholarship. I mean, you can shoot in the hundreds and get a full ride scholarship. It's ridiculous. 
Hmm. Hmm. I still have all my eligibility. Hey, Jim, get out there. <laughs> Go back and get like a master um, or something and play on the golf team. That's what uh what's his face is doing, right? Uh, yeah. I think who, who yeah, do you think of the um, basketball player? Why am I blanking? Okay, I'm his name too. Yeah, yeah. I want to say JT, and I was like, I know JT's not right. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is still hope for us, I guess. Then that's yeah, cool. do it. Wouldn't that be fun if I was just like a thirty-something on a college golf team? <laughs> I was thinking of what's his name from BC that did that. Dave Shinsky. Yeah, like <laughs> <I> Paul <pull a laughs> Shinsky. Oh my Dave gosh. Shinsky, when we were freshmen in college. Um, we had a 27 year old quarterback who was also a freshman in our class Oh because my God. he had played minor league baseball, like out of high school. And then he got cut from the minors and then he called his call, his high school football coach to be like, Hey, can I get a job as like a football coach at the, my high school? And he was like, do you think he'd still throw? Because Boston college needs a quarterback. And he was like, yeah. And then I didn't realize that was the backstory. That's so funny. That was how my dad was like, "Oh, I'll just go back home and I'll like coach high school casual, sports. casual." Yeah, he didn't really pan out that well. He we weren't that good, um, but <laughs> but he got to play. Yeah, right. Like that's a pretty good way to spend those years. You know, it's twenty-seven cool. to thirty-one. Like, what better thing would there be to do than casual. go back to college? <laughs> pretty funny. Pretty funny. That's awesome. And Aaliyah. Really Aaliyah is at, in grad school and she was on the oh, yeah. golf team at NYU. But she's like 25 or something though, so it's not not That's as crazy. crazy. But I yeah, feel like there played. just has to be like a book or movie made about Shinsky. I love that it name. Might be a sad book. <laughs> it might be a sad book. <laughs> might we be can a spin it. Sad we book. could spin it. We could definitely spin it. <laughs> text him and be like, can I buy the rights to your life? <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's good. Shout out. Yeah, a shout out I never saw coming, honestly. That's a, that's a true <laughs> shout out. Um, uh, anywho. Anywho. Well, Maddie, thank you so, so, so much for your time tonight. Um, yes, thank you. I'm not going to give you any more compliments because you know where I stand. <laughs> um, but very excited to see what happens for you this off season. Um, And, you know, let's find a time next year to kind of come out and, and uh, observe firsthand yes let me know i'm gonna take a look at the the wop tour schedule and uh when does it come out is it out yet it's out yeah it's already out so check it out on instagram but also check if texarkana works because that's our biggest airbnb that we have so it's pretty cool texarkana it's well this might be a stupid question what state is that in it's like bordering. I, it's right on the border of Texas and Arkansas. So like yeah. you're cool. in both when you're there. Oh, Texarkana. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Very yeah, creative. It's crazy. It's pretty yeah. cool. Wow. One golf course that we play is in Texas. One golf course that we play is in Arkansas. So Fine. it's pretty fun. I've never been to Arkansas. What? Um, no, I've never been to Arkansas. <laughs> I feel like that's normal down here. That's why maybe. I mean, I'm I've like, never been to like New York City. So you got. we got to get that's you up wild. to New York City. That's actually what I want to see a lot of. Have you ever been to Boston? No, never. No, never. Why would I go there? I'm from Texas. (laughs) I don't go up there. We need to do cultural exchange, I think. And I'll come down. I'll come down there and then you come up here. I love that. Great idea. Stay with my parents and host housing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Does she make cinnamon rolls? Oh, yeah. She would make you literally whatever you wanted. My mom makes way too much food, honestly. Oh, I met your parents. Oh, my God. You did meet my parents. (laughs) In Ireland. My parents came to meet us. 
That was awesome. They were coincidentally singing Killarney at the same time. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, small world, small world. Um, so yeah, I think we have a lot. I think we have a very bright future ahead of us. Facts. all right well maddie thank you so much listeners thank you guys so much and obviously follow maddie on instagram her instagram is at l-u-i-t-i-e is it just looty looty yep that's all that's cool no numbers i love that yeah Yeah. very clean very cool follow her (laughs) sponsors also and like comment on their stuff and be like oh like whenever maddie's in a picture be like oh my god like our favorite golfer yes this please. is all part of the hustle you know brand ambassador yeah brand ambassador you know and and getting that that social content up um and yeah i can't wait to see what you learn in your in your little social class thank you yeah i'll let you guys know all right so everybody thank you so much for listening we love you and until next time we will tap you tap out tap tap in MLB I see guys nigga tap in tap 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 in wrist on glitter face on thinner I'ma show you how to bag an eight figure nigga face on zaddy pockets on jigger you better get the card and make it swipe like tinder private villa in the fire chip chiller money post me all the house get sicker up boy killer I don't need fillers never been a lame so the real bitches feel it daddy on the FaceTime you can never take mine end up on a date line uh uh So it's cutthroat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So wait, is it is your season technically over now? Yeah, we're technically in off season. Um like the women's all pro tours finished. They had a couple like um ball series events, but that was about it. And then the Arizona opens in December, mid December. So that's my like last like official tournament. And then we don't start till April this year. Oh my god. So later. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. So <laughs> Yeah, wait, what are you like... gonna do with yourself? Now we <laughs> get to the fun part of literally say. what are you gonna be doing with yourself? <laughs> I so my little brother just started golf and oh. I have, I said we should like go play every day. And like, he just shot three over at his first qualifying and he was so excited. So he, he's exciting. And just, he like tries to pick my brain. Like when we were out there today, he was like, okay, sis. So like, what do we hit here? Like with the wind, with the yardage. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, he's, and then his girlfriend's sitting there and she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it's really he? fun to like, he is 17. Oh, that's so fun. So, that's oh. great. I know. That's so really I'm going to probably grind with him and just, you know, help him get up, you know, learn how to practice and, he doesn't think that, you know, you need to practice for four hours a day and like go through the, you know, the little things, but we're getting him there. So I don't think he wants him. to play in college, but it's good to have something to work on. So he's excited. That's Let's so go. fun. So you're just going to be an in-home coach for your little brother during your off season. <laughs> My best, best and <laughs> Basically. <laughs> That and I do backswing golf events, and I'm gonna I do work at the golf course that we practice at. Oh, cool! So, what's that? Little income. Tap 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 in. Diamonds dancing on your neck, nigga. Tap in. Tap 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 in. Fucking nigga, get rich, bitch. Tap in.
tap, tap, tap in. MLB, I see gang mm-hmm. niggas tap in. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. You got yeah. it. Itty bitty waist. Huh? Pretty in the face. What? Never let a broke nigga take you on a date. Nah. Haters can't relate, but y'all never been uh, fake. Uh, I got a real nigga putting ice in on my plate. Uh, Icy from my lips to my fingers to my toenails. Drippin' in Shanae night, this ain't going on sale. All these hoes boozy, baby. I do not do friends well. A lot of niggas pussy, but I promise that I won't tell. Hmm. Now what's my favorite word? Icy. Bitch gon' smile, but I know she don't like me. So hunting for a verse, bitch, I'm way too pricey. Fuck around and bring back hyphy. Lil' waist, fat ass, bitch, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. Diamonds dancing on your neck, nigga, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. Fucking nigga, get rich, bitch, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. MLB, Icy Gang, nigga, tap in. Tap, tap, tap in. I didn't ask Maddie any questions about like pro golf. I didn't really ask her. There was like no time to almost, <laughs> right? Yeah. They we were, were just so we were busy. Just trying to keep there our heads so... on straight, you know, running around, less hungover, not get blown over. Get by to the, the bus wind. on All time. Getting the bus on time is not yeah, so... easy. Getting <laughs> Maddie, were you uh, were you as late as Jen was? Um. The first day, we both didn't know where we were supposed to be, first of all. Okay. Second day, I got up on time. Jen didn't know where she was the next morning and was like, dude, I've never slept that late in my life. Which is a oh, lie. please. That is a lie. What a fucking lie. <laughs> that is the shit. biggest lie I've ever heard you tell. Listen, listen. It's hilarious. She gets to on the bus, she has myself. her sunglasses on, she goes, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's such a classic line. It was not her fault. No. She has no idea what happened. Do you exactly no what happened? It. It's that I like okay. Absolutely so people, out of my control. Some people take the morning shift and some people took the night shift. And I took the night shift and I was up the latest with um John, who was one of the organizers of the trip. Big John. I was very much trying to impress. Big John, you know, like it was very important that I impress him. And then Hugh, my my boy from Massachusetts, yes, Budweiser, he'll definitely listen to this. Shout out to Hugh. And it was just a good old fashioned mm-hmm. session, you know? It's like my favorite type of drinking, which is just sitting in a pub in Ireland and just simply drinking and talking and laughing, telling little little stories, little jokes. <laughs> and then not waking up the next day and then the next day well too, they were I trying to for the I, second time. I had morning shift you <laughs> were morning shift you were morning shift I was morning but they just... were like you're gonna leave it's only 10 p.m and then I got suckered into later oh yeah oh yeah so you told double duty yeah, we were out to like yeah, at least a little bit yeah at they were out I left at like one yeah and we were trying to get you to say but we I were... just cannot believe that Jen said that that she's never slept that late in her life that is so outrageous i have never heard something so outrageous nothing i've never heard anything so outlandish so blatantly false i would amend it to i'm i'm seldom traveling alone in a situation where i'm also going out that much you know what i mean so like usually someone's there to yell at me um, and get me out the door and that wasn't the case you guys weren't there you know nick wasn't there i was i was going rogue you know and, <laughs> yeah uh, you guys weren't there and nick wasn't and there. Nick. <laughs> your keepers <laughs> listen i need a handler what are your handlers knows that i require yeah. a handler um or a manager of sorts and so you know i needed i didn't have a manager with me i was just like out didn't know the schedule didn't know anything um and I, I, I do want to interject and just let the listeners culture. know that 
I want I want everyone to know that Jen's okay. wearing a white plush hooded robe right now as she says all of this. <laughs> what the heck? The I listeners, this is my hooded robe. I love it. I highly recommend it. Actually, um, well because.